Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining me on this very special episode of Pals in Your Pocket podcast. This is episode 31. It's June 15, 2019. I got my friend DJ Prodigal Son joining me, otherwise known as Karma. Say hello. Hey, fam. How are you doing today? And to be honest, today we're kind of having an open podcast discussion. I really don't have a lot of topics lined out for this. Me and uh, Karma have talked already about some of the things we want to talk about and had a little bit of conversations before and we kind of already got a good flow going so i guess what i'm trying to say is if you happen to be listening to this podcast it really is like you're kind of coming in on a conversation between two pals and well i hope you enjoy the ride <laughs> so the first thing i think i want to get on uh this podcast with you is uh some of the music you make and the reason i wanted to talk about it is because it is the style of music I like. Uh, I would say it's more electronic, not quite house, uh, kind of like trap house. Well, no, I would say, what would you describe your music as? Let, let's, I'll just let you do it. It is housey insofar as that a lot of the vocal stuff that I play with high energy is progressive house. It's the main room. And I admit at my heart, um, it's about the big clubs, you know, the big time events, that sound. Um, but other than that, I don't necessarily stick to one particular genre. Like a lot of DJs will say, I'm just a tech DJ. Uh, I play whatever I like. So the main things being right now, I guess, would be future bass um, that can mix with rhythm. Is kind of like my unique. I'll listen to the festival trap play it and progressive house. That's good. So a lot of stuff, really. Cool, so like you go all over the spectrum. Right, I'm definitely on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also another thing I like about your music too is like in the beginning we played uh, Destroyers on Discord as a song for anyone who wants to check it out. Uh, you, enter, you enter into it with some like trippy thoughts and while music is more about like moving your body, reaching your soul, like that whole idea of we all have a rhythm within us we all have a tune that makes our soul move but i love how especially in modern times we're able to mix sort of like music and uh audio like i'm sure at some point somebody's going to take some of the podcasts we do and make them into a track just like they've done with rogan or even terrence mckenna lectures you know i love mckenna listen to that and maybe uh up to 100 hours of alan watts and you hearing Don Miguel Ruiz is the Four Agreements, which was recommended to me by uh, DJ X Factor. The first electronic mix I ever downloaded was from this guy, and uh, we're good friends now. He's actually from Arizona. The, the goal of my music, long story short, is to take that creative reach and that medium that as a DJ really gives you the most amount of free material to use, and then turn it into something that I'm able to share those thought forms of wisdom and experience that have transformed my life for the positive or um, for the trippier, for the, for the, with other people. For the trippier. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Getting trippy with the, uh, you know, we like to break people out of their normal comfort zones uh, because they say 
Well, a lot of us think the same thoughts, 80-90% of the same thoughts every day, so it's something to consider. Right, and one thing too, like uh, in looking through spirituality, and this is why I'm so glad to have you on the podcast, because I feel like it's through the music and the knowledge you've gained and through the spiritual sort of intuition and knowledge I've gained that we really connect on different wavelengths because in the spiritual world, they talk a lot about how we're all here sort of like we are the same person, yet we're living different lives and we're not going to know what we as a species are totally capable of until we have all been out there, tried our limits and seen what's there. And until we're in a state of just perpetually trying our limits, trying new things, like you said, breaking people's paradigm and getting them out of their comfort zone and making them think about things differently or question things that they thought were for sure. And that's just awesome. You know, it's, it, it, it creates a better life. And like I said, we're not going to go to Mars. We're not going to create a world government or, or not a world government, but we're not going to create a government that doesn't rely on screwing other countries over by taking their natural resources if everybody's thinking the same way all the time since the beginning of time. So, yeah, I love that your music does that. I love, okay. like, go ahead. I think that's the root of the problem. You really hit the nail on the head there. Uh, question. Here's a little thought exercise for all you guys out there. If you were to, all of those individuals around you as an extension of yourself as an organism, or as Carl Jung would say, the mind at large, would you do these same things that you do in war and, and, and economy and, and love and war if you realize that you were doing them really to yourself and to your future self? I don't think we would. Right. And like earlier, before we started the podcast, we were talking about the golden ratio of life. And it's funny how no matter what you look at in life, anything that's valued or anything that is uh, can be basically can be valued by anyone comes down to gold. And people talk about the golden rule. And that's kind of what you're saying. I mean, the way you're putting it is sort of like in a deeper, more esoteric level, which I love. But it is kind of like if you treat others the way you would like to be treated and we all just started doing that, like imagine how great life would be. Like, you know, have you ever, have you ever heard of agnosticism? I've heard of agnosticism and agnosticism. Right. So in Gnosticism, they talk about how the God that Christians and most Catholics worship is probably not benevolent, probably not holy or positive. In fact, if anything, he's probably like, some sort of torturous, like intelligent, all powerful being that just puts us here to watch us like be in torment. But it's like, well, even if that's true, you know, and I'm not saying that is true, but even if that's true, if we as humans all just decided, well, you know what, we're all just going to follow the golden rule and treat others how we want to be treated. And everybody started treating everyone nicely it would almost be like a hack on the uh, ultimate consciousness, you know? Well, God is ultimately moving towards the uh, most efficient charge distribution of, uh, of hydrogen across an infinite space as it expands across the golden ratio. And um, in heaven, actually, the, there's a translation in Hebrew, hey, uh, avon, which means, again, perfect charge distribution. So what we're heading for is uh, resonance and connection with our human beings and uh, 
good and evil is really only conceptual in so far as what is good is what is naturally most conducive or conductive, if you will, to uh, a perfect organization, fractal organization among beings. And evil is what basically throws them out of resonance, disharmony, kind of cleans <laughs> cleans up the trash over time on the outside of the, the fractal there. That's the outer edge that cuts away all the chaff that doesn't make it through the transformation. Right. So the way you're kind of putting it is like, if we are to look at it this way, evil is sort of like, sort of like a cleaning solution or um, sort of like a ember or a small fire that makes it more pure or more clear. Well, it's the dissonance and um, anything that's dissonant to the field will eventually get paired off during translation. But in this, I believe this space and time, there is so much room that uh, it's just kind of the ability for it to grow is there and to nurture. So what you've got is the operation of the planets acting down uh, on our Earth and Saturn if you look at its resonant frequency is completely different and when it gets close to uh, say the sun or venus and a lot of the nurturing energies that we have its orbit begins to throw in um, dissonant kind of integers into the harmonic frequency that you're getting so a lot of us experience that on earth especially when the moon is quite full because that's our lens right there of all those energies so like if again I don't see evil and good to be necessarily anything other than two sides of the same coin and what is the most efficient use of energy and, and what is a bleeding source that cannot be you're kind of cutting in and out there at the end but I think what you're trying to say is uh, evil and good is not necessarily as most people think of it as where you say okay well this person's this way or follows this religion they're good this person is that way and they don't follow that religion they're bad it's more like they're just two opposing forces that kind of like in a previous episode episode 29 we talked about how fire and water do have the same nature but they do totally different things and the way i put that is yes exactly go ahead okay. oh okay real quick real quick i'll just say if you put wood like you put a two by four in water the water absorbs into the wood. Same thing with fire. You put a two by four in fire, the fire absorbs into the wood. Now, water moistens and makes it softer. Fire burns and eventually dissolves a two by four, but they basically have the same nature. But as you just said, they're two opposing forces doing different things. Yes, and even fire has the ability to both purify and to destroy. Um, and I think it's one of the best examples because what you've got with fire is an actual intermediation or catalyst between the lower elements of earth which is actually just a composite element of air fire and water which come from akasha and then um so i believe fire to be the it's either the mediator between water and air i think air may be the mediator between water and fire um but going back to the two sides of the same coin paradigm you can have those qualities both present and fire you know uh, but depending on how you use it and how it's used and what the medium is being applied to you get different results right kind of like how water in the right environment will make plants grow uh, whereas fire cannot make plants grow but if you want to 
use metal to create a tool or you're a metallurgist and you're using that, water is not going to help you get molten steel. Only fire can do that. Both of them have constructive and uh, productive aspects of them, but they follow the same nature in that they themselves are sort of absorbed by whatever they're put into or is put into it. Right, and I think we're kind of moving towards that stage of of lighter and lighter mass and dissolution. And so you hear the ancient Egyptian stories of when you would cross the, um, the yep. rivers of death or whatever, and they would weigh your heart and they would see the river sticks. A feather, then you would float up towards heaven. And if it was heavy, then you would be pulled down towards, you know, the negative or the more gross or the worldly. Right. The same thing. Right. So to have a light heart means that, well, your magnetic field is, is light. You don't have a lot of things on your mind. And um, if you do have a heavy conscience, the best thing to do really is to accept all things as being two sides of the same coin. And I think that as soon as you can do that, you've diffused the taboo of what the Christian church pushes on us as evil or oh i shouldn't be doing this or i shouldn't be thinking that because as soon as you get rid of these internal anxieties you've actually allowed your brain to enter into no i'm sorry you kind of cut out there a little bit you uh where we cut off was you allow your brain to do uh the brain enters into a more calm cohesive state that is able to blend with the magnetic resonance of the earth and of the universe Whereas if it's upset and thinking about something or uh, double-guessing itself, then you've got unrest in the electrical charge and the electrical wavelengths of the brain. Right. So what you're trying to say is like when people uh, talk about meditating and they become, quote-unquote, one with the earth, when you clear your mind of all the unnecessary drama, all the unnecessary stresses, you're able to actually sort of be in tune with the earth. It's sort of like when you see birds flocking or sorry, flying in a flock and they all make that same move left and then they make the same move right at exactly the exact same time. And unlike the blue angels who themselves are very beautiful and they're choreographed uh, air shows, these birds didn't plan this. They didn't speak before. They didn't say, hey, so I'm going to fly up here. This, the birds over there are going to go this way. Then we're going to turn this way, count to three, and then turn around. They just do. It's natural. It's nature. Like you said, the brain has this ability to sort of tune in with the greater vibrations of our universe, especially of our earth. And in allowing your mind to be clear, filled from all that, like you said, nonsense that sometimes a Christian church or even other just government or people just fill our heads with. Like all this nonsense about... Well, like one thing that gets me is like when you look at Satanism, Satanism is not what most people think it is. But then I see these churches of Satan popping up and I'm like, that's not what it is either. <laughs> so I guess it's kind of one of those things like only we know what true nature we can tune into. And the only way you're going to know that is by trying it out. Right. And I think Satanism is really people realizing that um, as human beings, they have the right to kind of run with the... Um, doctrine of mainly knowledge or worldly knowledge and to do as they like 
and to make their own decisions. But Satanism is only about 60 years old, you know, 60, 70 years old. So that's something to consider. Are you a fan of the Dune series, the Frank Herbert Dune series? Unfortunately, I've never uh, read them or seen the movie either, actually. Great stuff. It's amazing. And it talks about um, a lot of things that are related here. But one of the things that the main character says is uh, a mantra that he repeats to himself from his training. And that is, fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. And fear really is actually a weapon. And so once you've dominated fear and you've gotten rid of it, um, in your subconscious, you you will no longer have nightmares because it's it's all pervasive, and you won't second guess yourself. So you're actually halving the amount of time that your brain has to compute and and making yourself sicker because it can't become more a coherent wave, and that's what kind of keeps the the people in unrest or disorder. Is the taboo that is perpetuated by the church of what's really completely. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a kind of a bad connection here. We missed that last part. Say that again. So, um, basically, you're taking fear out of them. That's the goal here, because uh, fear is having the amount of time that you have to process anything. And it's, it's removing the coherent waveform in your brain that allows you to resonate with the world and the universe and to ascend. So that's why it's essential to remove fear from your life and to accept what's actually natural. Right. So if I'm to put this in kind of a simple way for the listener, if um, you're nervous about whatever it might be, maybe you have a job interview, maybe it's just you're nervous about going in for work that day, or maybe you're meeting a friend and you're nervous, the fear in your mind from being nervous of that situation is actually stopping you from handling the situation properly because, like my friend Karma just said, you're focusing on the anxiety you're focusing on oh my god oh my god what if this what if that this that this whereas if you said okay well i'm just gonna walk i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna say hello like i would anyone else like if you're if you're not thinking about it if you're not obsessing over it and constantly building that fear in your head up you're gonna do a better job at it very well put right and i love how like i love how like we're talking about this because you know in this society today so many people are so filled with anxiety. It's a real epidemic, actually. And I think while prescription medication, uh, medical marijuana, there's a lot of even spirituality and meditation, there's a lot of different tools out there. I think it really does start with what we're saying. You in your own head deciding, okay, I understand that I'm scared or I'm nervous about this, but I still have to go through with it. So I'm just going to leave all that negativity, that fear, that anxiety at the door and go into it with a fresh open clear mind right and i think that if we take a good look around us that you will see that there's been a market increase in these types of um neuroses because of external factors and and influences from television making it look like we should all be afraid of our of what's going on outside of our homes and that there's just terrible unrest going on and it's just getting worse. And when really, you know, things have been kind of operating at about the same keel, more or less, universally, since humans were able to pick up a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally agree with that. I've always said, unfortunately, I never remember the movie that I heard it in, but it was an old Western 
And uh, they talked about, I think it was actually Hell on Wheels. It was that show on AMC for a while. But either way, uh, some guy is going off to ride on a horse or something. And he's the main character. And these people are telling him, oh, you can't go do what you're going to go do. It's, you know, it's different now. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. And it's not going to end up. It ain't the way it was. And he looks at me and just says, is that the postman? Was it? I don't, I honestly don't remember what movie or show it was. But the what he's what he's what he says is the world's the same as it ever was and i always thought that was so same profound yeah the same as it ever was because while our cultural while our culture and our species technology changes the good the evil the all that like stuff the bible talks about that's the same way as it's ever been and it's probably going to be that way for forever even until we reach the edge of space i'm sure <laughs> That sounds like Talking Heads understood that. <laughs> they start off their song, same as it ever was. <laughs> and that's an old classic of um, a good friend of mine. So, I love it. Sweet. Some of these guys, some of these musicians, they're really um, out there trying to make a difference. And, you know, if you listen to what some of them are saying, you notice that some of these guys that are really successful, either it's because someone, A, is funding them, or B, they understand the, the principles of greatness and it really radiates from them i think through their music and all those that kind of work with them if you're listening to hopefully inspirational people like that we should definitely always try to keep inspirational people in our life especially like you said we're in an era today where negativity is the main main it's, factor it's cool. yeah well it's cool but it's also like it's it's accepted and it's sort of uh well like you said the media the uh people in power that influence us with news and tv they seem to want to sort of feed these negative uh preconceived notions we have as humans to always pursue and try to go after what is negative and it's sad because it's creating just more and more negativity and i feel like we already have enough of that in life so definitely like you said we should try to keep inspirational people in our life and as you said or as we both said the world's the same as it ever was so even if you don't keep inspirational people in your life and you've constantly dealt with negativity i mean people have done it they've gotten okay through it before but if you have inspirational positive people in your life you're generally going to be happier and if you're happier you're healthier and if you're healthier i think it's it's, it's pretty fair to say you're living a better life if you're healthy <laughs> oh absolutely it, it makes a huge difference and we as human beings uh definitely get the decision even though not many of us realize to decide and we've done this some at some point in our lives whether or not we consider something to be acceptable or unacceptable now these paradigms that we set up often very young in youth are something that we uh, almost never question because they've been set in stone so far but i invite everyone out there to go ahead and, and see what paradigms are going through your mind right now of what your filter is of what's acceptable and and unacceptable and ask yourself when did i create this filter is, is this permanent is it something that i picked up off of somebody else or is it my own summarization and can it be changed right i love that i love that you said that and to give the people kind of a real world sort of example of it it's like this 
when you see every day um, you turn on the media and you're hearing, oh, uh, the government taxes black people more, the government does this to poor people, the government that, you start wondering like, okay, well, the government must be bad. You get this filter in your head that the government's bad and that might stop you from actually engaging in some good governmental resources because while the government is mostly bad, putting a filter or a path of thinking in your mind to always think the government's bad is going to do you a disservice. And that could go with anything. Well, there's no... Yeah, I mean, uh, there are different levels of efficiency and different systems, and I think that the system that we have has shown itself to be uh, very efficient at expansion and, and power, but we have to ask ourselves, you know, at what point the, those paradigms need to be turned more towards the uh, protection of an existing economy rather than the growth of the economy. So it, again, you know, we don't, they're not necessarily bad in themselves. There may be certain decisions that are more beneficial and conducive to the whole and uh, others that are more beneficial and conducive to the few. But uh, it's up to you to decide really because <laughs> perspective is everything. Yep. Perspective is totally everything, and it all starts within our mind. I'm hearing a lot of background noise here for you. Uh, not sure if you got something going on, but um, real quick, we are starting to get towards the end of the podcast here. Did you want to give some shout-outs to any DJs or any uh, local artists that you know that you'd like people to check out? Uh, I'd just like to say that right now um, we are still picking our headliner but we're going to be throwing an event at talking stick arena right now and uh for those of you that are interested in getting on the team there are lots of opportunities available so make sure you go over to garuda g-a-r-u-d-a media arts on facebook and drop us a message media arts is all one word and let us know um as far as shout-outs go, I'd like to say everybody is doing an amazing job right now. Calvin, Swanson, you know, kudos to you, man, for um, trying to bring the scene back together and, and putting on some really amazing events. I look forward to working with you on the 19th and in the future as well. See what you can do to uh, the city. Sweet, sweet. Very good. Definitely I'll uh, have to look into that. Thank you for letting our listeners know. And... Uh, if anybody's looking to follow me at THC High Five on Instagram and Twitter, Thomas Sutherland on Facebook, Thomas Skywalker on SoundCloud and uh, YouTube. We do have about three more minutes here, uh, Karma. Uh, what is your real name, by the way, if you don't mind saying that on the podcast? Um, actually, Rick K87, <clears throat> also known as Cool Rick. <laughs> cool Rick. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, that's an old throwback if you guys watch season two of Rick and Morty. But yes, I am a Rick, and um, I am starting up the actual Citadel of Ricks once I buy a private island off the, the coast of Miami here. So for all those Ricks, Bricks, Derricks, and um, those of you that have offshoots, you're invited to join the Citadel of Ricks. So contact us for an application form now. Hell yeah, get on that Citadel of Ricks application form people um for the last message here i guess i just want to say uh first of all thank you for joining me i love the conversations that we had i love how we get deep and you're able to take it to a place where like even me being as smart as i am is like 
starting to get to the edge of comprehending it, but I'm able to comprehend it enough to bring it back to sort of a simpler, more real world way of understanding. And once again, I think the primary message on this podcast, my friends, has been if you're improving, if you're always inspiring yourself, you're going to be an improvement and an inspiration to the world. And it's one of those things that if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. I don't like saying that because that's not necessarily true throughout all the universe and I avoid absolutes, but it's just like anything else in this life. If you're doing something, you're make, you're getting better at it. If you're not doing it, you're getting worse at it. If you haven't exercised in a week, you're getting weaker. It might not be a lot weaker. You might not even really notice it, but if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. So like my friend and said, great news. Go ahead. <laughs> Great news, ladies and gentlemen. Love is the answer. Turns out we were right. And science is now backing that up. When you exhibit love, your magnetic frequency changes and you become more resonant with the healing energies around you. So you are able to more ascend and connect with your human beings. So remember, love one another. Just like all. Very good. Just like all living things on this earth are connected through some form or manner. So are you with your fellow human being and other living creatures. So respect everyone. As they say in the rave community, which both me and my friend came, uh, well, we met each other in. Plur. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Plur fam. Doesn't get much simpler than that. Yep, thank you for being on. Uh, Tune in for more, everyone. Once again, I'm Thomas Sutherland. This is the Pals in Your Pocket podcast and this is karma or dj prodigal son go check out his stuff on mixcloud soundcloud and other places g-studios.org g-studios.org thanks guys for the plug later peace